But right now, I wanted to push pause and I wanted to ask, are there any questions to the how and starting to date and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you build it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Because it's true. You might say, like, I don't have counsel, but I really want it. How do I even start to build that? One, be okay that it takes time. You know, it, it'll take time. Every valuable relationship takes time, okay? And so to really pray for it. I, I walked in, and um, this is, I can tell you a little bit what I did. Other people might have even some better insight, but what I did is I came in, I said, God, I really, and I prayed actively, God, I really need a father in the faith. Like, I really need, like, a dad. I need counsel, okay? I started praying a bit. I started just watching, and I would say, who are respectable men in the church that I'm watching? And I see, like, I really want, to, there's something about their life that I want inside of me, okay? And then I pursued them, and I said, hey, like, you're awesome. Is, is there a time I could either, I could take you out to lunch, and I could, and I could ask you some questions or things like that? And it was crazy. I had, like, three or four of them be like, you know what? I'm really busy. Like, you're awesome. You're great. I just don't know if I can right now, maybe sometime, you know? And I, and I could have been heartbroken, like, oh, man, right? But I kept praying, and I kept kind of asking, right? You know, what's hilarious is the one person I didn't ask was Pastor Daniel, because I just assumed he was the senior pastor. Why would he ever want to meet with a new guy, right? And so I kept asking these men, these, I, I considered them spiritual pillars in the church, and they had healthy businesses, healthy marriages, healthy lives, and I pursued them, and I asked them just from what I saw, like, around, okay? And then what's crazy is I all about gave up, and then Pastor Daniel approached me, and he said, hey, can I take you out for lunch sometime? you know? And, and I, oh, yeah, sure. Like, it was crazy. God had those men said no, because he was saving someone for me, and they pursued me. So if you're praying, I believe they will pursue you, and you also need to pursue them, and you'll kind of collide, you know, in, in the right time with the Lord, okay? But intentionally pursue counsel. Ask people around, you know? And so, so who are some women that you have met um, in your life that you're like, wow, their marriage is awesome. They're you know, relationships are awesome. They seem really, really healthy. And I would say pursue those women. And, and you might get rejected a couple of times, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Does that make sense? Or does that help? Yeah? Awesome. Yeah, Lauren. Do we, do we start now? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we officially dating now? Like, hey. Yeah, okay, so so basically, if you didn't hear, and for the podcast, the Crux cast, okay, the question is basically, okay, so you kind of went all all through the questions, one and two, your counsel's good, everyone in your life says you're good, you're ready to date, right? They actually even like that person, and they're like, dude, no red flag, she's awesome, and vice versa, right? And vice versa, and they talked about it, okay? So I would say in that moment, um, it's... Honestly, if you've gotten that far, you've already had the DTR talk with that person, right? Um, if, you, if you've gotten that far where you're like, I'm ready to date, everyone says I'm ready to date, he's ready to date, everyone said they're ready to date, there is that moment where you have to be like, I like you, you know, like, <laughs> like here I am, right? And so that, that is tough, you know? And, but, and then ultimately, the, the guy will have to say, I want to take you out on a date, right? Okay, so, so the guy asks... However, I, some people might disagree. I'm okay where, like, I would say sometimes guys, though, are oblivious, 
and they need some some like elbows to be like, hey, like if you ever want to get coffee, I'm around. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like and so I think it's okay to really yeah. And even there's some points where I think it's okay to have a moment of saying like, hey, like you know I I like you you know. Um, and I don't know if you think about that, you know, kind of a thing, and have that talk, you know? But it's not your job to necessarily ask that guy on a date, right? But you can kind of say, hey, this is how I feel. But I would only do that after you've, like, really dropped some hints, you know what I mean? And because the guy, hopefully, with those hints, and if you have good community around you, will really tell that guy, like, hey, you need to either clarify with her or ask her out if you like her because this is getting pretty obvious, you know, <laughs> kind of a thing. Like, does that make sense? Yeah? Does that help at all? Yeah. But I'm okay. Like, we see, we see a moment in the Bible where, and everyone uses this as a cliche example, there's a moment where we, we, see the, we see all through the Bible the guys pursuing the women, the guys asking the women, the guys intentionally pursuing the women. There is that exception when we talk about Ruth, how she goes to the man who is oblivious and thought that she would never like me, right? And she very clearly, intentionally says like, hey, like, I want to be with you, you know? Um, and then he's like, oh my gosh, seriously? Like, I never thought of that, you know? Kind of a thing. And, uh, and, then, he, and then he pursues her. However, that was like a big exception, you know, when all through the Bible we see the other way around. So that's why I would say try all the other routes, you know, and then really kind of say, okay, this is where we're at, you know? Does that make sense? Does that help? And I might have, there might be some pastors who disagree with that, you know? Um, but yeah, so it's like 90-10, you know, that whole thing, right? So anyway, any other questions before we move on? Or do you guys want to move on? Do you want to just jump in and you're like, I need a half hour to think about these questions? <laughs> or do you guys want to move forward? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, that's great. Good question. Good question. So you, there's a level of two things. That's where the second question comes in. Because the first one is an internal. I really feel healthy. Like I feel really good emotionally. I feel really good spiritually. Like I feel like I'm ready. Right. And then it gets confirmed by the counsel in the question too. So the way you know is the counsel in question too, right? Because if they are close in your life, you can go to them and, and, and it's a vulnerable question. It is because they could tell you no. And you go to them though and you say, I really feel good. I really feel healthy. I feel like I know who I am. I feel like I know what I believe. I feel like I know what I'm going after, all these things. Do you think I'm ready to date? And then when they, that's why it says there's a safety in the, count, in the multitude council. When they say like, yeah, we really do. Then you can rest and know like, I really am ready, you know? And it'll calm the fears. That's how I was. I had a fear of like, I think I'm ready, but what if I'm not? You know, I'm gonna mess up God's whole plan, you know? Like that was me, right? And so when I had, when I had the counsel all say unanimously, you're ready, I stopped and said, I know God speaks through counsel. And there was the safety that came of saying, okay, I'm good. So that's kind of like you you just have to go with if you, if you feel it with those questions and then jump to question two and ask the council. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are practical ways to get healthy? You said you said it's like a year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so a couple things. I, I intentionally, I, I went after health in almost every area of my life. And so I intentionally went after healthy um, spiritually, right? And I went after God. Like, I really just went after God. I'm a full believer, guys, that if you just go after God, you will actually become more attractive to everybody around you because <laughs> they see God inside of you. That's not like, like, that's just a fruit of it. That's not the goal. But like, like you just go after God. Seriously, go after him, right? And I would say, do, go, go to, like, we have a thing called here, Sozo, which means healing. And you go to counseling and they'll help bring up fears and junk in your life. So what I did, I went to one of those Sozo inner healing things and they pulled out a lot of crud in my heart, right? And, and, and they showed me. Okay, so my counsel told me, here's what you need to work on. I actively spiritually like pursued and learned about God and my identity, things like that. I also actively pursued healthy community. I had a booked time in my schedule where it was hang out with friends, right? And, and it was be with people, build community. And I had a goal of taking people out and getting to know them and sharing. So I actively went after building counsel. I asked five or six counselors until finally I got Pastor Daniel. And then I also built friends all around me. Another thing I did that really will help you with inner healing is serving. Seriously, like a lot of, like I just got active in the church and I just started serving. Because what it does is it pulls you out of your junk and you start getting vision for something else and it actually starts to heal your heart because you're not so introspective. You're actually looking at what God's doing and wow, God used my life to help this little kid in Sunday school, you know? So I signed up for the Sunday school team, <laughs> right? And I just started serving, right? And so with mixed with serving, pursuing community, pursuing God, pursuing sozo and your healing, all of that drastically healed my heart during that during that year time, you know. Does that does that help? That make sense? Yeah. Awesome. These are great questions, guys. So yeah. Are we all doing okay? I'm sorry. Are we all doing all right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because it's quiet, but I don't know if it's because everyone's interested or it's like somber right now. So <laughs> yeah, David. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, depends. That's a great question. Um, totally done that, <laughs> right? So it happens, right? Um, right? Yeah. Check, check, please. <laughs> you know, right? No, no, no. Because you don't want to mess them up. It really. I would say it, there's no. There's not going to be a specific formula um, because you're dealing with hearts and relationships and things like that. So I would really, if you were to ask me that, I would ask how far into the pursuit are you? Is it like, I really like you and we're going to start dating and this is great and let's go. You know, then you're going to have to have an awkward talk where you're like, you know what? Like, I know I went on a date with you. I'm just really realizing like, I'm totally not ready. And it really isn't you. Like, I'm, I really need to work on some stuff, you know? That's if you're far and you've really expressed to them, like, I'm ready to date you. I'm going to take you out, right? But if you're in this place where you haven't even expressed it to them yet, you know, then that's a little easier. You don't have to have the awkward talk. You can, I would say, talk to your community, talk to your council, start to kind of pull back a little bit and make some boundaries in your life and in your heart to really start to protect your heart. What I did, guys, and uh, maybe you can call me legalistic, but I made boundaries in my life where I basically said, like, I'm not driving alone in a car with a woman at night because I don't trust my heart. Like, you know, like... Uh, uh, 
deep conversations happen late at night and before you know it, you're in love, right? And so you're like, you're like, like if I'm not ready and I know God said I'm not ready, then I'm not gonna put myself in a place to feed that, right? And so that's why I would say create boundaries and I would say pull back to a healthy spot, right? So if you were texting them every single day, you probably shouldn't do that. You probably should text them the same amount you would any other friend, right? Uh, or things like that. Does that help or does that make sense? Yeah, so I would have to ask you a little bit more detail as to how far into the pursuit are you, you know? And if you're like dating into the pursuit, like we've been together for six months, I would say like, hey, wait, 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 like don't break up. Let's, let's first, before you make any crazy, like big choices, let's see if we can work on inner healing in your heart and walk through this together, you know, before you just like, cut them off, right, you know, because you don't want to do that either, right? Does that help? So it would really depend where in the process you were of the pursuit, you know? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's tough. Tough, also been there, you know? Um, And really, there's, I can't give you like a right specific, this is what God would do or say. I would say that's where you really trust the counsel in your life. You know, um, I, I would pray and ask God, God, show me. Um, is it kind of like, okay, like they're, they may never be ready. I'm not just going to wait around forever and hope one day they're ready. Because like, that's really messed up as well. And you could totally miss the guy God has for you because you're like hoping this dude gets ready, you know? And so I don't advise that. I honestly, what I would do is if you really had that, and uh, but they're just not ready, I would talk to the counsel in your life and they should know you well enough to say like, hey, you're waiting around for something that's not gonna happen. Like, I know it's hard, but you need to move on, you know? Or they might say like, well, did he t- give you a timeline? Did he say in three months I'll be ready, you know, kind of a thing, and then work from it from there. There's not a very, very clear answer. I would err on the side, though, of, of kind of being like, don't assume if you wait, he'll come. I would say keep moving forward as though it's not going to happen, and then if it is God, he will come. Does that make sense? Like, so keep moving forward with your calling, with your life, with your dreams, with your goals, and if it's God, he'll come into it. It's like two people running after God, and they start to realize we're running next to each other, okay? So, so, so you just keep running after God, and if the, if the guy really is him, he will run that same path, and you'll run into him again. So it's a hard choice, but you really have to say, God, I trust you. I'm going to keep going after you. I'm not, maybe you don't like slam and lock the door, but you kind of shut it a little bit, you know, and say, I'm going after God right now. Does that help? It's a, it's a little hard. It, it's, it's a tough call, but yeah, I would say don't, I really say don't wait around unless you really, your counsel and everything's telling you you should. Like, I would, I would say, like, keep just going on. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Also been there, right? <laughs> right? So, right? I've been in some awkward places in life. Okay. So, um, so the question is, if you, um, if you get asked out and you're not ready, um, is, it, is it like you like them or is it like you really want a friend zone? <laughs> okay. All right. So, to be honest, I, I would just, I would be very gentle, very loving, and very clear. 
you know, um, and don't make it about them. You know, I would really, um, I would really just say like, Hey, you know what? I like, you're like, I'm one, one thing, the affirmation sandwich really honor them. Like, wow. Like, I'm so honored that you would even want to go out with me. Like, you're awesome. That's so cool. Cause that way they don't feel like there's something wrong with them, you know? And you don't want to demean them. It's a compliment. They want to ask you out. It's not like this, like you're a horrible person, you know? And so really honor them and say, wow, that, like, thank you. Like, that's super honoring. That's so awesome. You know, and say, I'm really just, I'm not in a place to date, like, in my life right now, you know? And I would say, tell the truth. So if that's true, then say that. But if you're, like, ready to date, and they're going to see you a week later on a date with a guy, like, that's messed up. Like, that's really messed up, you know? So don't play the, I'm just not ready. But I was ready for him, you know? Like, like, like that's like, like, don't do that. Okay, come on. You're, you're acting like that's harsh. People do this. That's, it's messed up, right? And so I've seen it. They're like, I'm not ready. And then they start dating this dude a week later. And so what you do, if, if it really is, I know I'm not ready. It's not you. It really is me. Be very clear. I'm not dating anyone right now. I'm not ready. You're so awesome. I'm so stoked for your future. You're going to make an amazing guy, boyfriend, girlfriend like that, right? Um, but I'm not ready and I can't give you that. And so that's just where I'm at. But you're a great friend, you know, and everything like that. But if you're at the, like, like I, and, and I would say you got to like friend zone. It's hard, but you got to be like, hey, like you're awesome. And, and you want to soften the blow because it's going to hit them and it's going to hurt. They were vulnerable to you right there. And so you really want to honor them. But if you are in a place where you're like, I'm ready today. I just know it's not them. Like it just wouldn't work. Then it's a little different. You really just have to make, hey, I'm so honored once again. That's so awesome. You're going to make like an amazing boyfriend, amazing girlfriend, things like that. Um, you know, but like, on, to be honest, like, I just really see you as a friend. I really see you as that. And, and I love our friendship. And I just don't really see it going beyond that. And I used to, I would even apologize. Like, I would say, and I'm sorry if there was any signals that I gave to you that really made you think I was flirting with you. Because there's some people who just seem really flirtatious with everybody and every guy thinks they like her or she likes him, you know? And so, or vice versa. It goes both ways, right? And so that like, yeah. And so I even, what I would do is I would just apologize. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry if there was something I did to really act flirty to you and, and to portray a message that wasn't there, I'm really sorry. Because it makes it easier for them because now they get to forgive you rather than them feeling like they just got stabbed <laughs> because they're not good enough. Because they'll feel like I'm just not good enough and they'll leave and have condemnation in their heart. But if you make it and you say, I am sorry if I portrayed this, then they get to say like, oh no, you're okay. You know, and then they get to like walk in a place where they're blessing you and it's not this tear thing. You know, does that make sense or does that help? Cool. Are these questions helping guys? Yeah? Okay, cool. And if there's things that you two want to jump in, I mean they're married. They're they're better at this than I am. So <laughs> so if there's a moment where you guys want to jump in and say something, you can. So okay, so it's eight forty. Do you guys just want to do the questions now for twenty minutes and then maybe It'll be out of order, but after marriage, I could talk about the how-to dating. I could just put that as a different message. Or do you guys want to go through this? What do you guys, where are we at? We about 20 minutes. Or do you have more questions? Yeah? The how-to stuff? Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and I can actually even here. 
We'll pa- start passing these around now, too, so that if people do want to start looking at them and praying over them, you can. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. I'll try to do this in time, okay? Um, you will succeed. I'm going to succeed in Jesus' name. I really appreciate I know. I know tonight's a little different. I just really wanted to be real because I really wanted you to be able to ask questions and get, get honest feedback, you know, um, because... You don't really need another message as much as you need to process stuff, you know? And so, yeah. Awesome. Are, while we're doing this, are there any other questions? Or, or awesome statements from the married folks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Hmm. Well, a couple things. Um, so the question is, if you uh, you really have gone through everything, you feel good. Your counsel, yeah, that's an honest question. That's great. You feel good. Uh, it's all it's all good. Everyone's good, right? And you just, you know, there's no fish in the sea. Like it's, you know, it's been it's been it's been fished out, right? Like there's only so many people here at this church. Like where do I go? What do I do? Right? You know? Come on, I'm being real. Like you all think of that stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, and then Dominic came along. What's up? <laughs> so, a couple things. So, uh, yeah, and, and I don't know if you're going to like this answer as much because I don't necessarily, I'm not saying it doesn't work and God can't use it. Other people give you opinions. I don't necessarily believe in like, I'm going hunting. I'm going on every dating website and I'm looking around. Like, I knew guys who they would jump to different college groups to try to find the person for them and you're like dude bro like no and they're like well the pond's too small here and you're like if you're coming here to pick up people like don't come here like we're here to pursue jesus you know and if it happens great you know so uh i'm just trying to be real okay so basically though um man it's tough i would say really just continue to run after god you know and um and it's so tough but i there's a story in the Bible where there's a promise from God to a man named Abraham, okay? And, um, wait, it's not Abraham. I'm sorry. I, I mixed up the father and son, Isaac, right, with Jacob and, yeah, 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 yeah. Mixed up my genealogy. Okay, so Isaac. And basically, he, God gives him a promise you're going to have a child with uh, this, you know, with his wife. And so he tries to jump the gun and make the promise happen because he feels ready, okay? I was right. <laughs> okay <laughs> it's not jacob it's not jacob and esau though it's uh ishmael and isaac there we go okay all right somewhere in between okay see pastors are still learning okay yeah same family okay so anyway yeah you all passed the test, those tests in the other. okay so basically uh and in that story he tries to fulfill the promise of God by kind of a loophole of, well, maybe it wasn't her, maybe it was him. And he, he gives birth to a son named Ishmael. And Ishmael, to this day, the descendants of Ishmael hate Israel and want to wipe it off the map. And, you know, because the promise still came that God would bless his descendants, but it was not the way God wanted to do it. And so he later had Isaac. He did it the right way, but he birthed Ishmael. And it's not Ishmael's fault. Like, poor guy, man, you know? Like, and so God blessed him and was with Ishmael, but they were forever attacking each other. And Israel got really hurt because he couldn't wait for the promise of God's timing. And so there's, 
there's a thing where I'm ready, God, but if you just keep trying to make it work, you could birth an Ishmael, so to speak. You could really force a promise to happen and then really be kicking yourself that you didn't wait on God. And so I would really just wait for God's time run hard after the Lord, everything like that. Hang out with community, hang out. Because you never know, you might be in community and then someone's like, this is my friend, you know? And because you were faithfully going after God, you met this person. You know, you might, you know what I mean? Like, like you never know God's story of how he's going to bring it together, but I promise it works best if you're running after him. But it is tough. It's, it's tough. You, it's wants to be like, go over here, you'll find him. You know, it's like, it's, you just really just go after God. Just go after the Lord, you know, and, and hang out with healthy community and you might run into him, you know? Yeah, that's what John and Sarah did. They were just <laughs> kind of, <laughs> so, but, but they were in, but they, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me try to redeem this. They were, listen up, listen up, listen up. They, they were, right, I, I didn't, you guys didn't just go there alone by yourself, right? They're hanging out with community, right? And in community, they met each other, right? Because their communities collided. Right, and so they weren't like 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 he like going there by themselves. I need to find them. You know, it's like they were they were living life with their community, right? And 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 you know, and going after the Lord and everything like that. Right, kind of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, and and then they collided. And they met. You know, in God's timing. And so yeah, yeah. Their story's awesome. You should ask him about it sometime. And he did. He pursued her. He very clearly, intentionally said what his intentions were, you know, and, and he really, like, showed an amazing example of a man who's like, I'm intentionally, I'm not just going to fool around and text you and hope, you know, like, I, I'm just going to intentionally say, I feel ready, are you ready? I want to date you, you know, and he really intentionally went after it, you know, and bravo, <laughs> you know, right? And same with Dom and M, there was a moment where he really intentionally had to say, I'm ready, are you ready? You know? And didn't just hope it would happen after coffee date number 10, you know? <laughs> right? They really intentionally went out. You gotta be intentional even though it's hard. You gotta be proactive even though it's hard. You know? Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit summitsanmarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.